on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk. Now, the big gambling report from the ESRI is the main story on the front of the Irish Examiner, and it's called, <coughs> excuse me, A Public Health Crisis. One in 30 adults in Ireland suffers from problem gambling. That's 10 times higher than we previously thought. And there was a big survey done in 2019, and we thought it was one in 300. It's actually one in 30. And people under 50 have higher rates of problem gambling, with those in their 30s estimated to have the highest rate. Online gambling accounts for three out of five adults with problem gambling, and a further 279,000 adults show moderate evidence of problem gambling, something we're really going to have to uh, take to task and get our hands, get to grips with, I should say, is this issue of problem gambling. And I think the examiner is right to say it really is now a public health crisis. We focus a lot, obviously, on alcohol addiction and drug addiction. This is another addiction an awful lot of people uh, suffering with. We'll speak to the report authors on News Talk Breakfast this morning, that report from the ESRI. The Irish Independent stalled roads projects to cost 77 lives over the next five years. This is a warning to Transport Minister Eamon Ryan that failure to invest properly in new road projects and improvement of existing roads could result in the deaths of 77 people and cause 381 serious injuries over the next five years. That warning sent to the Green Party leader from Transport Infrastructure Ireland, worried about funding cuts that could lead to increases in fatalities and also serious injuries. The Irish Daily Mail, uh, it looks like the thin blue line is getting thinner. Gardaí quit in record numbers. 114 have left on Garda Síochána since December and officers are warning that dozens more will depart in the coming weeks and they reckon it's because of this row over rosters. So almost 900 fewer Garda are patrolling the streets compared to three years ago with the force hit by a record number of resignations this year. It's now expected that over 150 officers will leave by the end of this year Uh, and as I say, they're putting a lot of it down to the ongoing roster row and fears that even more Gardaí could leave as a result of that issue. Staying with Gardaí, the Irish Daily Star Gardaí's banana drama, a serving Garda, allegedly harassed a female member of the force, including with bananas. It's alleged he tormented her after learning that the serving officer had a phobia of the fruit and Garda detectives have begun a criminal investigation into the complaint and this officer could face charges in this harassment investigation. The Irish Daily Mirror will get our house in order. This is following on, I think it was on Monday, the Mirror was looking at all of the derelict properties around the country that the HSE has, 250 empty sites on its books worth hundreds of millions of euro. And now the Taoiseach has vowed to address the scandal after an Irish Mirror probe. In the Dáil yesterday, Leo Vradker said that the government was using a carrot and stick approach to tackle the issue. On one hand, we've grants that people can avail of to bring old buildings back into use. And on the other hand, there's the vacant property tax, but also the HSE on these buildings, so they wouldn't avail of either of those. So it's to try and get some of these derelict sites back into use uh, at a time of a housing crisis. Euro 2028 on some of the front pages as well. The Irish Times says that the cost of Ireland's bid to co-host Euro 2028 previously put between 65 and 93 million euro, has been scrutinised in great detail. 
Uh, and in case you're wondering why they're asking that question, it's because Minister for Public Expenditure Pascal Donoghue had cast doubt over the financial models underpinning the bid last April. So obviously we know now Turkey has withdrawn from their bid to host Euro 2028, which means that the joint UK and Ireland bid just has to be rubber stamped by UEFA on Tuesday. But the Department uh, of Tourism and Sport says it has scrutinised in great deal the cost of hosting it uh, and Taoiseach Leo Vradker saying it'll be great for football and a good thing for UK Ireland relations. I was looking there last night at the state of uh, Casement Park and the government now looking at giving funding towards redeveloping it. Uh, So obviously we may have to subsidise the redevelopment costs of Casement Park in Belfast. Doesn't look in great condition from what I saw last night on the news. Uh, The Irish Sun goes with Euro 2028 as well. They think it's all over the place. Uh, They're focusing more on the 2030 uh, World Cup, a bonkers World Cup that will be played in three continents, was announced yesterday by FIFA. Europe, Africa and South America will all stage games in 2030, sparking a furious backlash. But, as the Sun says, in good news, Ireland and the UK will host Euro 2028. Now, if you're trying to go vegetarian in your diet and you're wondering why it's not working, well, there's an interesting one in The Telegraph today because it's all to do with your genes. They say, struggling to give up meat and move to a vegetarian diet, your genes could be to blame. A study suggests that genetics play a role in whether people can stick to a strict vegetarian regime, with some appearing to need fats, which are only present in meat. Although deciding to give up meat may feel like a personal choice, the Telegraph says, based on moral compunction or a desire to live more sustainably, actually genetics can make it harder or easier for some people, experts now believe, uh, which is very interesting indeed, because some people are frustrated that they can't give up meat and things like that. And for others, they find it a bit easier. It's all down to your genes, apparently. Staying with food, very interesting one in the Irish Daily Star. Uh, They go through some of the simple and cheap meals that we can have because of the cost of living crisis. But what's quite extraordinary is one-fifth of people, apparently, don't know how to serve up baked beans on toast. According to the research, one in three Gen Zs and 21% of millennials said they would struggle to make beans on toast. Uh, Delia Smith got mocked in 1999 when she advised on how to boil an egg, but actually a lot of people don't have a clue how to boil an egg. So in the start today, they go through some of the cheap meals that you can have with the cost of living crisis and they explain how to do baked beans on toast which is essentially empty the can, heat it up and put it over toast. They also helpfully explain in the star how to do cheese on toast, how to do boiled eggs. They tell you how to cook a pot noodle. Uh, They also tell you how to do a baked potato and how to do uh, pasta and sauce. Now, you'd really worry if people aren't able to do all of these things, but apparently they're struggling with it. David Beckham all over the papers because of the Beckham documentary on Netflix. And the Mail says that he has been open now about his OCD past. David Beckham uh, explains his condition in this new Netflix documentary. Uh, He discusses his obsession with cleanliness and order in the film. And what we see in his wardrobe is that all items in his wardrobe are colour coordinated, they're folded perfectly and stored at the right angle. Now I did watch the documentary, what actually struck me was he chooses every outfit he's going to wear a week in advance and then he has a separate rail 
for his outfits for the week ahead. Some people feel that's organised. Others say it is part of the mental health condition, OCD. Uh, He also shows the cameras his sock drawer, which is filled with perfectly paired socks, none touching another pair, and they're in colour order, as well as two drawers of perfectly folded T-shirts. And in one double wardrobe, he's more than 30 suit jackets below a row of shirts. It is quite visually pleasing to look at because it's all so organised. He also goes through his obsession with cleaning as well. Uh, It's a very good documentary. Watched it yesterday. It's in four parts. I watched two of them because they're over an hour long. Um, So you want to be a fan of David Beckham or Victoria probably to watch it. But it is. It's very interesting. Lutrus Town Castle in Dublin features a lot in one of the episodes of it. The only thing, and this is terrible to say, I can't listen to David Beckham's voice. So uh, it's a lot to listen to over an hour each time. Final story comes from the Irish Daily Mail showing age is just a number. A 104-year-old woman has become the oldest ever skydiver after leaving her Zimmer frame behind to jump from a plane at 13 and a half thousand feet. Dorothy Hoffner from Chicago only took up skydiving four years ago before she made the jump on Sunday and she actually told the crowds that age is just a number and now she's going to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. So congratulations to her. A lot of people will be terrified at the prospect but there we go 104 years of age and well able to do it. Now those are the stories making the headlines in today's papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This this is News Talk.